0: Welcome back to another episode of Heart to Heart Podcast. I'm Bria.
1: And I'm Kim. And today we have another great episode for you. Yes, we are going to be talking about some of our end of the semester lessons. And this is a part one, a (laughs) pre-graduation episode. We are definitely going to do one following when we graduate. Because I feel like so many other reflections will have come at that point that we will want to share so i'm super excited for this i agree
0: that thank you all for your patience Mm -hmm. as we took a few weeks off to get ourselves situated (laughs) a lot going on kim had covid (laughs) i was working on a thesis i'm still working on a thesis um and
1: life just got a little hectic life got a little little hectic but the good news is by the time you're listening to this episode we will have completed our last, like, last week of classes at our last week of classes round and ten, respectively. Which is we're going like, to done with though. our
0: semesters, yeah. yeah. Like until graduation, there's there's nothing else for us to do after you know these weeks coming up, and that is so insane. And by the time you're listening, our both of our theses will have been turned in. Kim's has been turned in for about a week or two
1: now. Yeah.
0: And I know it's just a beautiful feeling that you're feeling. And congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations. Let the people know how many pages it was. The topic.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So it was 115 pages. And essentially I did an analysis on the over-incarceration of Black women by exploring Black, formerly incarcerated Black women's memoirs. Um, And basically, it analyzes their, like, discourse um, and how they're kind of grappling with their carceral circumstances and how they're narrating the conditions of their confinement. And I track that from, like, 1970 to 2020. That
0: is so amazing.
1: Yeah, it was was a massive project, (laughs) but I'm so, so happy to be done. Congratulations. And it feels very fulfilling, and I can't wait for you to have this experience because... Yeah. I mean, you're turning in the biggest piece of work that you have done in your academic career so far. Like the most important piece of work, which is. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's spanned such a long
0: time. It's definitely been the most time consuming (laughs) piece of work I've ever worked on. It's honestly, it started as a research project that I was just helping out a professor with.
1: Mm. And
0: that was my junior year. And then I turned it into my thesis. So I've been looking at this material for, like, two years. Wow. So there's been a lot of, like, ups and downs with it, a lot of burnout.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, And not, like, times of excitement, times of burnout. Yeah. And for this, like, week that I have before the thesis, I'm actually in an upswing again, which is crazy to say. Mm. I think it's one of those things that I, I, like, hit rock bottom with it in terms of, like, my momentum for it. Yeah. And once you do that, you can only go up. So I've been going up and just working on it and, and just giving myself like a lot of grace, but also finding more excitement in it. And I don't know, I think with pieces of work like these, when you work on something for such a long time and you have so much material to cover, um, sometimes you get just like overwhelmed, but I'm in a period again, where like, it's
1: interesting to me. Yeah. And And that's driving you moving forward.
0: It's driving me moving forward and I'm I'm learning again. Yeah and I feel like there's a long Aww. stretch of time where I wasn't learning. And I also wasn't yeah. able to. Yeah. Just with like all the grief and just like yeah, on top of senioritis, on top of anything else I've been dealing with um this semester and like yeah. It's I'm just ready to turn it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I know you will. I, I am like so excited for like Thank your you. final moments of just being able to hit submit and I swear these last few days it's just gonna write itself like the rest you're of right. it you're so right and like it's just about tying up loose ends and <sighs> I'm just I'm just really really proud of you and um Thank you. yeah for anyone out there in a similar boat like you should be so proud of yourself because it's truly such a difficult yeah difficult difficult process it is
0: godspeed to all of us <laughs> <laughs> Gen-
1: oh genuinely 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 but why don't we dive into some of these lessons learned? I think we definitely have a lot to reflect on, a lot to share and impart with you all. So
0: Yeah, this will probably be like a part one. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be so structured, mm-hmm. but I'm sure in another episode, probably post-graduation, we'll get into all of this more or just even more lessons as we actually have time to like breathe and think about everything. Right. <laughs> um. But there was some pressing lessons and like, things that we've gone through recently that have just been sitting with us and like, we feel like we should talk about them. Um, And I think that this will be very therapeutic for both of us. I think, And we just also hope that you all can relate to what we're saying and find comfort in like us talking about it. And I don't even know if this is on our list, but like something I've been sitting with is thinking of myself as a senior in high school. And thinking how different I was. like, Oh, my gosh. It's like nothing's changed, but everything's changed. Yeah. Like, at my core, I'm still the same, you know, person. I still think of myself as very energetic, very kind, you know, very fun. Like, all of those things that I love about myself are still there. But, man. (laughs) (laughs) The journey I've gone on to, like be where I am today and like those things have come they've gone they've intensified at certain moments they've gone down at certain moments and it's like all of that was necessary to like be who I am today and I was just thinking of like no one I don't know if people didn't accurately portray what college is like or if you could there was nothing you could tell 17 year old me to like make me think I would not have a good time I don't know if it was like I couldn't mentally hear it mm-hmm. and like accept yeah it, get that, yeah or if just like everything in mainstream media, or like family and friends up on to college have like told you just like the wrong things. And I, I think, think that most what I've heard is like, oh, there's gonna be you know, it's it might be hard. It'll be an adjustment. It'll be you know ups and downs. But like them down,
1: <laughs> <laughs> down, down bad. Down. I just think, I think it's really the portrayal, and like we're gonna get into this a little bit more into with one of our other lessons but I just genuinely think the portrayal of college is very inaccurate if like you're looking at it through a lens of like mainstream media I just think that there's so much internal like growth and turmoil and everything that happens that like nothing like no media or no show or no movie I think has ever accurately depicted and I also agree that like sitting in high school and like once we knew we were accepted and like thinking about what I thought my entire experience would be like there's just no way like Mm -hmm. half the things that have happened to me I would have ever guessed would have been like a part of the experience and like one thing with that is I'm realizing that's not necessarily a bad thing right Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. obviously we and we've talked about this before we've gone through all these things and they've been so difficult and hard but like there's no way we would be who we are now if we hadn't. Mm -hmm. and so that's not to justify and say that we deserved everything or yeah you know that the pain wasn't difficult or anything like that but it it really did a lot for us in terms of like forcing us to become who we need to be
0: yes and like just real like the past couple months especially in the past few weeks is like I don't think I've ever it's ever fully sunk in like how strong I am and how strong we are
1: yeah and I couldn't agree more
0: I've never been able to, like, really sit and be like, oh, my God, like, I've, I'm really strong. But, like, I am emotionally fortified.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, I actually remember being in high school and, like, being like, hmm, like, I feel like I'm not that strong, whatever, whatever. Not that I was asking for, like, things to make me strong. Because, right. <laughs> <laughs> careful what you wish for, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I couldn't agree more that i think i've reflected on the past and like i've come to that very very same conclusion like yeah we've been able to take and carry unimaginable yes yeah Yeah. and it's like as much as we even share on the podcast like truly so much yeah that is at the foundation and center and that we're like carrying with us each day but that we're still pushing forward yeah yeah and i think with the strength
0: so proud And with the strength, it's, like, obviously we recognize the strength, and then we still recognize, like, our victimhood in some Mm -hmm. things. Yeah,
1: both things exist. Both
0: things exist at the same time. Yeah. Like, and I think it just, like, I think everyone has the ability to tap into it. But I think we truly do have an inherent ability to, like, make the best of things. And when bad things happen, we don't, like, sit with it. We don't, we sit with it in an appropriate amount of time to like actually deal with it. Mm -hmm. Because I think when we see our anger and we see our like sadness or we see our frustration, we know that just like everything in the world, it's temporary. Yeah. And I think that we know that like, okay, if I'm feeling this thing, it must be for a reason.
1: Yeah.
0: So I need to sit and find the, and make a reason. Right. And And find the reason and like make it work for me. And my growth.
1: Exactly. And I think it's like we sit with it, but it doesn't like marinate and overcome us. In a way that cripples us. Yeah. Overcome us in a way that destabilizes us. Right. And so I think that's been something really important and like. Yeah, I I know it's like that silly phrase, like roll with the punches, but I think it's almost reminiscent of that in some ways. And again, it's not to say that we're not like healing or taking the time we need to like fully process because that's definitely always like central. And I also think we're both really emotional people. So it comes (laughs) out one way or another. Yes, it does. Um, But I think we always spin it into a positive or good, which maybe just speaks to how you're raised or a culture or background or like the Black tradition in certain aspects. But Yeah
0: and i think that our positivity and optimism is a deep positivity and op- optimism it's not the toxic positivity of no, like no, no. everything's rainbows <laughs> it's like feel your anger yeah feel your woundedness yeah. you yeah. know what i mean yeah. feel all of that stuff yeah
1: think Absolutely. of your hurt
0: inner child be angry about things that have happened to you but like what are the lessons that you can learn to make sure that hurt never happens again
1: yeah I couldn't agree more. And I think it's like that phrase, like to get over something, you have to go through it. Yeah. I think we force ourselves to go through it and literally feel everything that we need to feel Absolutely.
0: and go through every
1: stage of grief or anger or pain, like literally every single stage so Absolutely. that it doesn't just stay with us Yeah, and walk with us day by day, right? Like I think we walk with a certain kind of lightness Yeah, because we are processing through all of those things and like letting ourselves feel all of those things. A certain, a certain levity. Mm-hmm you know and
0: I obviously we're not perfect at it but it's definitely something we really strive to do yeah I just hope that everyone can like feel like that you know absolutely because again also something we realized and talked about which I guess might be like another sub lesson from all this is like at a certain point when you're doing things out of anger and your motivation is like revenge or like showing somebody something and like Mm. you didn't think I could you're giving the glory of your accomplishments to that person yeah you're not giving it to yourself you're not giving it to God you're praising that person and like giving that person the power yeah and like yeah this is because of you so you're really praising your enemies when you're when you're led by anger and I think that that's when you do stuff like that Then it's never enough.
1: Absolutely, and you're always fighting for something that you can never achieve because the bar is always moving. Yeah. But when the bar is yourself, and that's like one of our lessons when you return to it all being about providing for yourself, yeah, and making yourself happy, obviously in a way that's not like destructive for other human beings. Right. That does so much for you. Right. And again, like I think so many people go through things. They're like, I want to prove it to the world. I want to prove it. No right that does not get you anywhere no and of course
0: you can be mad people doubt you right
1: of course we've both been through that
0: yeah but also you don't have to make those people like your idol because that's kind mm. of what you're doing essentially when mm-hmm. you put those people on a pedestal and like i have to show them also at what point do the you like book you've shown them yeah that's why it really has to come from yourself right so you right. can feel inner peace with your accomplishments yeah because if, if you're letting critics win, the critics are never satisfied.
1: Never. And again, the goalpost keeps moving.
0: Right. Right. It
1: keeps moving.
0: And I guess, I don't know if this is like our third, yeah. but they're all kind of tied together, as you all can tell. They <laughs> all have um, a linking. But this idea that you said of like returning to yourself and providing for yourself so you're unshakable that ties into like the codependency thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think Thanks. that is something that like if you have codependent tendencies, they will be addressed in college.
1: Like Absolutely.
0: I realized for myself and I think that this just this just comes from me being like a sociable person and also wanting to like feel understood. Mhm. But this desire to like have that at least one person you know you can go to and like Bear your soul and, like, talk about everything. And, like, I think also I got spoiled with you, Kim. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That, like, you kind of look, I guess, to recreate those systems when you get to new places, which is, like, understandable. But I, it just recently, recently really sunk in for me. Like, I got myself. Yeah. And that's it. No one else has to understand me if I understand me absolutely I don't care and I think that for so long like I I thought I mean I understood myself yeah but I still had a desire for everyone else to understand my justifications for things and like my perspective on things and it's like when you realize I got me I understand what I'm saying no one else is under understand what I'm saying
1: absolutely I couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more and I also think that like by the nature of like if you're going away for college and then like Literally just by virtue of you wanting to create community and you mm-hmm. wanting to find, like, safety and comfort, like, you're going to just link to people in a way that you have never before. Like, that right. is just what happens. And then, of course, it's, like, you have a roommate. You have classes with people. Like, there's other pockets of the university that are going to force you to feel like you have to be with people 24-7. Right. But, like, if you're at a point where it's, like, you can't go eat by yourself at a dining hall, right? Or you or study by yourself. Crowds of people Because you feel like you always have to be surrounded by individuals we've talked about this in past episodes which like that actually exposes you to so much harm it does. because there always is going to come a point you might not mesh with people or you might not vibe with people even if there are some of the people that you've spent so much time with or you're so closest to you can have diverging moments and in those diverging moments you have to be like no I'm gonna stay on my ground and I'm gonna stick with like my opinions and like mm-hmm. what I feel like in my heart is right mm-hmm. and you have to like be okay with that discomfort and be okay with knowing that like regardless of who sees you as long as you see yourself as long as you're acting on that there's I mean there's nothing greater than that
0: there's nothing greater than that you can never go wrong by returning to yourself yeah like you have to be the touchstone for every decision you make everyone and yeah I think of like thinking of post-grad and like Mm -hmm. all the decisions that will have to be made about that I just have to realize it's my intuition I have to lean on. Yeah, It's my feeling. How is my body reacting to this decision? How do I react when I'm in this setting, when I'm in this space with these people? You just have to realize all that for yourself.
1: I agree. I agree. I think it's so, it's just so important. And also to realizing that with that, these schools are a bubble. So mm-hmm. they're really not <laughs> indicative of the real life or like real world experiences. Thank God. <laughs> so the whole codependency stuff is also going to crash and burn (laughs) for like you know what I mean like if that is a big part of how you're operating because like when you get out here in the world like it's just you right like you have to provide for yourself you have to fend for yourself you have to do so much for yourself and again that's not to say that like you're gonna be on your own and you have no friends or family or like no kind of like networks or support systems right but again, nobody is, like, all going to the dining hall together at 6 p.m. before the midterm <laughs> review session. Like, don't be, like, right. that's not, like, a s- systematic yeah. structured part of your day anymore. it yeah. Is to be in a dorm room when you walk out and there's, like, 50 other people that, like, you're forced to, like, interact with and engage with. Like, it's a lot more isolating. It's a lot more, like, you're just solitude. It's, you know, it's it, for most people, it will be like that. And so I think yeah. this is also just to say that you have to push yourself to feel okay with yourself so that when you do have that transition, it doesn't feel so lonely and doesn't feel so crazy. And you know how to like have fun with yourself and you know how to like, still operate as an individual.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's easy. And I think that also
0: ties into the lesson of like all of the friendships and the things that you think are perfect at college, all of those things, I can't tell you how much I've learned this year about all kinds of groups and stuff at this school that portray themselves as perfect. Mm -hmm. And in reality, you learn that they hate each other. Yeah. And I think that that's another thing that's really killed any desire of me to like (laughs) be entangled all the time (laughs) with some other person. Yeah. Because you just never know what's under the surface. No. And it's also like, so if you want to be codependent what are you attracting yeah you're attracting crazy friendships some crazy energies and if you might you know really attract those things yourself if you feel so desperate to have something like that's that's
1: why it becomes so dangerous to have that mindset because then it could like attach like entangle you with like so much just because of out of a need to be like in community yeah. with other people and that 24/7. applies to like
0: platonic relationships and romantic absolutely and it even could be like a co-worker at your job yeah. right yeah but if you have a desire to like always feel like you need to be in lockstep with somebody i think whether you like it or not college is gonna try to beat that out of you
1: i agree i agree and also too i think again the framing of college and like how it's portrayed in the media is like these big so friend groups and these, these you know but it really might come to you having four or five really close friends who are all in separate portions of the university separate races separate identities backgrounds
0: that is, all these yeah. different things I feel like that's and both of us right now
1: that's yeah absolutely
0: and where we've to come over this college journey yeah you find those people along the way that like beautiful beautiful spirits and it doesn't have to be a ginormous friend group where you're all taking pictures together for it to be valid.
1: No. It's about how you feel when you're surrounded by those people. Yes. And whether it's in a one on one group or three on one or five, as long as you can genuinely say you feel supported and you feel like you can move in a direction to you and aligns with your purpose and your goals and your values, right? You've won. And right. again, that could be one person in a university of 7,000 people. If you found that one, you've won, my friend.
0: And if you're okay with just having one person, that means you're probably okay with yourself. That because course. realistically, those one or two or those singular people that you seem to find that you feel aligned with, that comes when you're fine and you accept, like, I'm okay if I was alone. Yeah. That's when the, that's when, like, the universe starts giving you those blessings of, like, aligning you with the people you actually need to be with. Is when you make peace going to the library by yourself. Yeah. Sitting in a dining hall by yourself. Yeah. Doing what you need to do.
1: I agree. I agree. I feel like that's exactly how it happened for me and <laughs> for you as well. And it's, 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 it's brought so much happiness to my life.
0: So much. Like, unima-
1: like, can't even explain.
0: So much. And I think it's important to have people in different spaces yeah and if I think all your friends are in the black community or if all your friends are in you know swim team or whatever you know what i'm saying that's like very dangerous because <laughs> if you fall out with one you're falling out with all
1: yeah and i also think that like obviously it's so great to rally around like identities whether it's like race or gender or sexuality or like whatever yeah but genuinely some of the people who the most and strongest connections with women people who literally look genderized sexual exact opposite as me yeah and I think there's just something to be said of like obviously black community is important right of course community in so many forms is important but it's not the end-all be-all and you can't shut yourself off from other people who have completely different backgrounds and experiences
0: Absolutely. You just cannot
1: do that. You're limiting yourself in so many ways.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Because also it's like you could rally around race, but then when there's another issue like sexism, what do you have here? You Ooh. still can be harmed. Ooh. Violence can still take place and occur. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't just have one rallying point and then think that you're immune from like being harmed or hurt by like a certain community.
0: Right. And I think of like some of the deepest hurts we've had while being in school have come from people who look exactly like us. Those wounds cut deep. (laughs) Like, deep. But, yeah, I think I'm just generally at a place where I'm analyzing your character. That's the most important thing. I'm looking at your personality. How do I feel when I'm around you? The values,
1: goals, everything. If you're Black, I love
0: it. But if you happen not to be black and we vibe. Great. Great.
1: (laughs) Either case scenario, it's fine. I think the main point is literally just be open to anybody. Anybody. Yes. Who can serve you as a friend, who can cater to your needs, who can support you in ways that can be achieved by anyone. anyone. Just meaning like varying identities and backgrounds and whatever. Maybe on the forefront, you don't think yeah but you don't know these people as well right like you don't know people's backgrounds your experiences what they're carrying with them so you just have to be open because I'm telling you you do some of the people yeah some of the people who I vibe with the most literally when I say every single identity point is different right every single one right and of course as black people
0: and as women it is important to have a circle of people who can relate to those things that like no one else can relate to Absolutely, when you have issues you just need that's a the point to of this mind.
1: podcast that's
0: the point of this podcast exactly
1: we acknowledge that
0: it's provide that community like no one is saying that you don't need that but do not limit yourself to thinking that you're only going to find all of your love in those spaces mm-hmm and also don't think that you have to exclusively rebuke your identity and go out this, because that's an issue. <laughs> Sorry. It goes so
1: extreme. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what it is. It's just, and y'all are going to be sick of me saying this,
1: but balance. <laughs> Keyword.
0: Everything in this life comes down to balance. Balance, yeah.
1: Every single thing. Yeah. So again, like stepping outside and connecting with people who differ from you also doesn't mean you forget about no your own identities that's not what that means either
0: absolutely not absolutely not (sighs) i feel like that went went fast i don't know how that just flew by yeah
1: we just spewed out
0: (laughs) so much like when i looked down the first time it was like eight minutes and now we're at like 20
1: (laughs) but again i think that's the beauty is everything has such a like through line like all of these different points mesh hand in hand. They do. And I for this episode I'd really love to get some DMs and hear from folks about like what's sitting with them and what's being taken away with them and some of these messages because I just feel like there's so many through lines and like yeah I think these experiences are something that a lot of people and again I think what's so interesting is like at the very start of my college journey right like I feel like so many almost every wasn't even thinking about or didn't even like realize,
0: but it's really
1: like yeah, yeah. Over time, you see so much. You do. You see so like these years in terms of what they've <laughs> taught us could be literally equivalent to like fifteen years.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like we've learned things that people may not learn until they're like sixty yeah like learning things that people learn when they go through like a divorce Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and they already got like three kids and we're like (laughs) not even 22 yeah and it's not saying that those people's journeys aren't valid they absolutely are yeah but you just realize like how much we've been (laughs) subject (laughs) to oh my god like I don't know even thinking of like losing a parent people don't lose parents until they like have kids yeah and they're established and it's like wow like wow it's so crazy to think about like i have a dad who won't see my graduation but people have made it to 6 years old and their parents are still alive yeah they like those people have become like great-grand like great grandparents yeah so you just think of all the things that we've witnessed and made it through yeah and that's the message here like whatever you face if you're someone who hasn't started college yet and if you're like an older sibling to someone who's starting college please share our podcast with your younger sibling that would be beautiful i think that i i think it'd be beautiful we're not jaded or telling anyone not to go to college because of course you'll have some beautiful times and beautiful memories but i just hope that they can hear this and like these are some of the things that i want i needed to hear
1: i agree and, and these again, are things
0: that I would go back to over and over when I felt like I needed some guidance.
1: Absolutely. And again, it's like you could be hearing this and like some of what we're saying might not hit until like yes. three or four years from now. Yes. But it's like at least exposure to the fact that these are possibilities and that these are things I think just helps debunk this like. monolithic narrative of like college and parties and game days and I don't know just all this stuff that's so surface level and is not really about like your own interiority or like your own personhood or like the Mm -hmm. development or growth or deterioration that could like happen over time in college like I even talked
0: about I think of just all the media I consumed about college whether it was like vlogs and youtubers Mm -hmm. or whether it was just like movies or tv shows And I just thought it was going to be roses. I thought I was going to be thriving. Like, (laughs) Penn even had this whole initiative, like, thriving at Penn. Really? For, like, first years when I got here in, like, 2018. And they were, like, thriving at Penn. And I was, like, I'm thriving at Penn. And then I wasn't thriving at Penn.
1: (laughs) I'm from zero to 100 really quickly.
0: And it's just, like this podcast is in no way manifesting like negative negativity. Like this isn't like I, you're going to have a horrible time and I hope you have a horrible time. It's like, no, you're probably going to have a really nice time, but there's going to be some things that you never thought would happen to you. Yeah. And you're going to witness crazy behavior. (laughs) And I just want you to be prepared. And if you are not able to receive this message, come back and two three four years and be like no they were spitting (laughs) like they ate Um,
1: yeah I'm laughing just because like (laughs) it's so true and again it's like you're going to witness
0: people who have never (laughs) been hugged as a kid like people who have never like had friends and don't know how to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. You're gonna witness people who you thought liked you, absolutely hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and despise you. <laughs> okay. you're you're just at
1: some point, like because it's just so much insanity.
0: You're gonna come across
1: men. <laughs> Don't even say anymore. We're like, <laughs> that's it. She's just gonna cut plus men.
0: Who were losers <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Stop. Have, he's up but on him. got to college.
1: He's up on him now.
0: And we're like, I can rebrand into the yes. menace that I think a man should be. And I'm gonna take on all the toxic masculinity that I think constitutes being a man. Mm -hmm. like you're gonna meet people who really think that like future and drake and and people who rap and like whatever the yeah is the cf they put in their music is like real life and they're gonna like put on personas of like gangster cool men when in reality they're from the suburbs and they were losers (laughs) and they're going to try to treat you like you're not worth anything and those are the moments that you have to be like
1: absolutely not yeah and recognize again who you are and be okay with standing alone if everyone wants to feed into their mess like idolize them and worship the ground they walk on see that's that's the moment you step away
0: and and then also you you'll become friends with people and you know young ladies who receive that behavior and don't care yeah and that's when you have to stop being friends with them because they can put you in dangerous situations.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like you, like a lesson I've learned is how much respect means.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you don't respect yourself, you can literally be put in like violent situations. Absolutely. That's how abuse and stuff starts.
1: Yeah. That's, the that's foundation. how crazy
0: behavior starts. And if you surround yourself with people who accept that for themselves, they gonna you, they're going to get, they're going to tries of constantly to get you in compromising situations and that's when you can't be friends with people like that for your own safety
1: for your own safety and And you
0: pray that they learn
1: yeah and again everything you're saying goes back to what return to providing for yourself return to yourself right and what you know to be true and right and just you cannot just accept things because it's the easy thing to do it's a comfortable thing to do you wanna feel in community and not alone here. It can't it you just can't compromise yourself in those ways. You're because it man. genuinely can become so dangerous so quickly. And also what you accept, people are watching, people see it. People watch. People watch.
0: People watch. They if you think they're not watching, they're watching. Yeah. And not in a way of like that should make you feel like weird or insecure. Mm-hmm. But just in a way that should make you like, wanna be on your P's and Q's, just so no one thinks they could treat you crazy. Right,
1: Because exactly. when people,
0: even when people, like, I felt like I was blessed because, at least for me, guys didn't try it. hmm I got it more from like, gr- people and girls I, I, you know, became friends with, and I saw that it was all love. But like, especially for men, it was like, baby, I'm a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm that girl. Yeah. If we weren't here at this school where the ratio of men is, like, 30% and the girls are, like, 70% and you feel as though you can get anyone because the ratio is so bad, like, you would not try to step to me outside of this. (laughs) So let's not even try it. Yeah.
1: And you had that, like, that came off. And that came clear. That energy. That energy. Right. And you evaded so much mess (laughs) (laughs) because of that.
0: And also... Last lesson, be thankful for the doors God has closed. Oh, yeah. That's a great I think one. of some of the things and relationships, whether platonic or romantic, that I thought I wanted and that I thought I needed. And, oh, wow. I just have to praise God. Like, the stuff that he just shut off from me even experiencing. And I was thinking I was doing something wrong by not experiencing them. And then you learn whether it's a week later or a year later what that would have looked like for you and you're like oh i evaded like trauma
1: yeah yeah and those are again sometimes those dots don't even get connected until like six months to a year out but when they connect (laughs) they connect you're on your hands and knees in worship yeah (laughs) (laughs) like genuinely you are genuinely
0: you are Be thankful for the doors that have closed. I'll say it again. Yeah. Be thankful for all of the doors that you wanted open, but they stayed shut. They were not for you. Not for you. And think of the things that you might have actually forced open and think of the craziness that brought it to your life. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you beat the door down and God's like, okay, here. Fine.
1: See why I wanted to keep it closed. (laughs) And you'll see. You'll see. Ah wow. This is a great episode.
0: Yeah, no, I'm gonna need y'all to share this one immensely. (laughs) Like you guys, you guys always definitely support, but like this one show out. Please. (laughs) Like, yeah, no. Send this, re-listen to it, listen to it again. Then re listen to it again and then listen to it again and then journal and then send it to someone who needs to hear it, whether they're in college, entering college, or have graduated college. Because yeah. I'm sure those people are going to be like, yeah, they hit the nail on the head.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'd love to hear the discourse. We're going to be posting after this episode on our Instagram at heart number two heart podcast.
1: So follow us there, connect with us. Yeah, and... DM, engage in the comments. All yes,
0: of all of it. All and write it. us a review on Apple. Yeah, and we will see you all
1: soon. See you all soon. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.